Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Strang Report. I'm Steve Strang. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing by telephone a person who has become a very good friend, but is also very well known, especially during the season that we celebrate the birth and life of Martin Luther King Jr. She's Dr. Alveda King, the niece of this great civil rights leader, and stay tuned to hear what she has to say. It may surprise you right after this word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Cora Jake's new book, Faithing It, published by Destiny Image. Cora Jakes Coleman is a daughter of Bishop T.D. Jakes and First Lady Sarita Jakes. They share an inspirational story of spiritual growth in her forthcoming book, Faithing It, The Faith Fight to Your Purpose. It's not just about pretending away your problems. It's about facing circumstances with confidence when you see those problems measured next to the chain-breaking, miracle-working power of God. Your storms may seem really big to you today, but God is bigger. Your season may feel dark, but God's light is shining through. Your circumstance may appear hopeless, but nothing is impossible for God. Cora Jakes Coleman will teach you how to take the very storms that try to destroy you and turn them into pathways to your divine purpose. Faithing It comes out November 17th. It's available everywhere books are sold and published by Destiny Image. Would you please support this podcast by buying this book? And thank you, Destiny Image. Okay, welcome back. I'm privileged to welcome Dr. Alveda King to the Strang Report today. Thank you for taking time from a very, very busy schedule to reflect on the life of your uncle, who you have done this very many times, of course, and I just want to, first of all, say welcome to you. Well, thank you so much, Steve, and thank you for welcoming me to the Strang Report. Uh, It's a very special day, of course, remembering my uncle, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. He is my uncle because my father, Reverend A.D. King, is his brother, and uh, I'm remembering him today, and I know he and Daddy are in heaven now, but it's wonderful to remember the legacy of my uncle. And, of course, your father was also a civil rights leader, and during those fateful days in which so many things changed in our country and then up to the time in which their lives were cut short, uh, they were very close brothers. In fact, they were almost close enough. Didn't they almost grow up like twins? They were very close to being like twins. They shared the same room with their older uncle. My granddaddy was helping to raise this younger brother as well. And they just grew up together. They became preachers together. They were civil rights leaders together. They married as young men together. Um, and raised families with their wives. So they really did quite a few things. They loved the Lord together. That's the most important thing. And I had the privilege of getting a very special tour in Atlanta at the King Center by you. I thanked you at the time. I'll thank you again. And uh, one of the things that we uh, toured was the birth home, which has been immaculately uh, restored to, I guess, the era in which the family actually lived there. Absolutely. And we were raised there as well. Uh, Mama King inherited that home from her parents, and her mother lived there with her and her aunt Ida after the death of uh, Daddy Williams, Adam Daniel Williams. And uh, Mama King and Daddy King, Martin Luther King Sr., married and began their family there. They later moved, and when my daddy married my mother Naomi King, 
we lived in that home. So it was a family home, a King Williams family, um, Williams King legacy home for many generations. And now today it's a historical site. It's been restored to those days when ML and A.D. and Christine grew up there together as children. And, of course, you had a much more of a perspective than a lot of nieces would have the uncle of an uncle because, of course, you grew up in the home. And, and I, I've seen some of the wedding pictures, and you were actually in the wedding of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott, were you not? I was a little flower girl. I was about to be three, I think. And so it was just a—I could kind of remember that when I look at it in those days— and when I move all the way to today, after all those years, the same messages that we grew up learning that Martin Luther King Jr. took to the world, um, injustice anywhere, the threat to justice everywhere. We must learn to live together as brothers and sisters or perish as fools. There were just so many things that he modeled during his lifetime. And you know, Steve, I believe, even if he were here today, in the midst of the Black Lives Matter campaign, for example, there was a favorite scripture that he and my daddy used to preach, Acts 17.26, of one blood, God created all people to dwell on the face of the earth. And so that makes us really brothers and sisters. And so he would say, and I'm paraphrasing, we must not use violence of guns or fists or mean and evil words. We just need to love each other and use six steps of nonviolent conflict resolution modeled after the message of Jesus Christ and to seek reconciliation. And you and I have had many conversations about reconciliation, and you've led several meetings regarding that, and I, I still appreciate that deeply. And so we must learn to live together. And somebody may say, Steve, well, these are the end times, and all of this evil stuff is supposed to happen, ISIS, Black Lives Matter, fighting people, so many things, um, but we still have the light and the love of God in our hearts. My uncle had it during his lifetime, my daddy, and so uh, you're proclaiming that through the media, and you're doing that so well, and I appreciate the opportunity to always be a part of that whenever you call. Well, thank you, and you're right. We have emphasized that many times and done many stories, including a cover story in Charisma Magazine about you a number of years ago. You may remember that. I do. And your comments about your uncle and and what he said about race uh, reminds me of something that my mentor and pastor, Jack Hayford, said. He says there's one race. It's called the human race. Mm -hmm. And I think that with all of the things going on in the world, it's good for us to, to remember that. But let's close by uh, reflecting for a minute on an aspect of your uncle's life that is often overlooked, and that is the fact that he was a minister of the gospel. He wasn't just a civil rights leader. He was actually a pastor. And, of course, there at the King Center is the, uh, the uh, church, the Ebenezer Baptist Church, that uh, he pastored and where his funeral uh, was held and so on and so forth. Uh, just talk to us about that church, your involvement with it, and his life as a minister of the gospel. Well, if you consider even his I Have a Dream speech, his mountaintop speech, people call those speeches, but they were more sermons. And there are so many of his sermons that people never hear about or do or know about. 
But anything that he spoke about was always centered in the love of God, the love of Jesus, uh, the power of God to change the human condition. And so prophetically, that dream, I have a dream speech, was really a prophetic dream. And so much of it is unfolding before us, and we're still in the midst of those battles. But when he, in, in, in one of the speeches, when he said, let righteousness roll down like water and justice as a mighty stream, that comes straight out of the book of Amos. And he would remind us, if he were here today, that you must have righteousness to have justice. In order to have justice, you must have peace first. You must know the King of Kings and the Prince of Peace. And when you know the Lord, then you can stand in righteousness and command justice. But they go together. And I believe if he were here today, he would pray for us and encourage us to walk together as brothers and sisters. You know, that's a very important thought, and what a good way to end this brief podcast that reflects on the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. I know that you have spent your life talking about him and providing leadership in so many uh, important aspects, and I just want to thank you for taking your time again to share with us. And its I'll just say on a personal basis that uh, it's great to be involved with you and your ministry, and we're excited about what God is doing in Alveda King Ministries. Well, thank you so much, Steve. And thank you for listening today to The Strang Report on the Charisma Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.